The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewais.substack.com and signing up today. That's Correct. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking yeah, from my, West, my West Coast perspective. This is really interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to read the whole thing again. I just wanted to get the line. So from there, from that halacha, the wrong goes into Zion. Because we're obligated to see ourselves as though we were freed. When a person eats on this night, he needs to eat and drink and while reclining in a manner of cheres. So I, I saw this thing. This is not on a Jewish site. This was on a, um, uh, I followed a bunch of like archaeology sites. So someone posted this. Um, you see the person mm-hmm. leaning down there. So this reconstruction shows what life in Herculaneum was like, which is in uh, uh, in Italy. You may wonder, why did ancient Greeks and Romans eat lying down? Reclining and dining in ancient Greece started at least as early as 7th century BCE. So that's really early. Uh, it was later picked up by the Romans. At that time, the privilege of lying down to eat was granted to all free men. Women, children, and slaves, however, had to eat sitting down, which is an interesting tidbit. Uh, in turn, the Romans also began lying down to eat, and women gradually started doing the same. This way of eating, however, remained more common for family celebrations, banquets, and gatherings between friends as it favored re- relaxation and discussion. Oh. Yeah. So a nice little uh, historical tidbit there. I have no idea when. Yeah. Sure. I have no idea. I can also post in the thingy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that way everyone can, can share. Um, uh, I have no idea when the Takana of Heseva and Arcosis was instituted. I've never seen anyone comment on that, you know? Yeah. Right. But the, but the Gemara is like way after, you know. That's like 700 BC. Right. Well, I mean, Yitzhak Mitzrayim happened, let's say, in, in, you know, the 14th century BC, right? So like Pesachos and Mara we've had since then, but I don't know at what point Arbacosos and uh, you know Hoseva came onto the scene. Yeah, uh, I'll see if I can find that out. Okay, anyway, so that's the Derecherus, and it's interesting that he so he introduces as the Lepikach and he introduces as the Cherus, and then Okay, so each and every one, whether men or women, is obligated to drink on four uh, on this night four cups of wine, no fewer than that. Even an ani who is supported by tzedakah may not have fewer than four kosos, and the shear of each kos is revis. Okay, now there's a lot of complicated shear and stuff we can get into, but we're not going to get into. Why is Why does he say specifically about the ani? No, like, right. So I, th- I think that is a classic question. Uh, and let me just see if Makbili says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not that you would be Yosef, but that you'd be putter. That you wouldn't have to go. That you wouldn't have to go spend uh, that amount of money. Oh, that's the other. That's the actually main halacha thing. That it's a halacha to the nosne tzedakah and the gabay tzedakah to uh, provide this for the onion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we're saying the past couple of days now, Mikias, which is yeah. that the Laharos was like culminating to like a natural, uh, like that's like the, yeah. is that the key or is that the actual fulfillment? Correct. Like it's interesting that after we said all of that, yeah. we ended up saying in order to do Laharos at Osmo, 
you do these things like Haseva and, and wine. And yeah. Like it almost sounds like it's not natural. So, so it, it, let's, let's put it this way. The, we did say that there was a natural thing, but we also see that, um, that this is a general principle, right? Meaning the fact that the Raman quotes Pesukim of Zachar Dati Abed Haisa, uh, this is not just a Maisteh Mitzvah on, on Pesach. And then also, it seems like they instituted ways of demonstrating Kairos uh, beyond the natural upwelling, you know? Uh, so this is more of just like classic codification of like correct. Uh, objective standards. Right, right, yeah. Um, and we'll see that in Halakha in this next Okay, I think. So that's an, uh, that is a Havmina. I think the Rav has a lot of Torah on that. Like, what's the Havmina there? Because it's not like you need to buy him a lot, uh, like a, uh, I was going to say, you don't need to buy him pillows. And then the Gemara has the case of when they didn't have pillows, they would lean on each other's laps. Yeah. You did have to give him the same bedding that you do as general Halacha. Right, but I'm saying for Haseva, we don't require that you need to lean on a uh, on, on an object in order to be able to Haseva. This is an onion, not ever. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so what's Havmina here? Hole? You don't have to have a pillow. Oh, so I can, you can just lean on the ground? You can, okay. right. Oh. Right. So yeah. Uh, I'm in here with more hot than an Armenian arm. Like you heard of this. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Even an Ani. Even an Ani. Yeah, I think there's a famous toast on this. Anyone know which daf Arve Psachim starts on? Oh. Uh, I want to say. Uh, I want to say. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Very smart. <laughs> smart. <laughs> uh, I think there's a Tosos that says this. Um, you might think that his leaning is not Haseba. Okay. So that's one thing that he maybe maybe the Arshi does what you need, do need something to lean on, or maybe it's referring to the fact that in general he doesn't have anything to lean on. Then the okay. okay, and then others explain it uh, elsewhere. But I, I've heard the idea that the Haseva has to be an expression of the Kiyum believe of Cherus. And if he is not someone who like is uh, free, then then he would just be like acting the part. So it wouldn't it wouldn't have a kiyum of Harris, even though it's a mice of Harris. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, it wouldn't have a kiyum of Haseva, even though it's a mice of Haseva. Yo, so did you want to say something? Is it all Malik is literally something onto or kind of like he has no reason to? No, I think he doesn't have something literal uh, to lean uh, upon. Yeah. Do you have notes on it? Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is Raman Biyun after all. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So then he says, Isha in a seva. So a woman does not need a seva. If she's important, she needs a seva. Okay. Well, then we'll just read through these to get the idea of the, the broad picture. Uben it's aviv. And then a son, when he's in the presence of his father, and a servant in front of his master or a waiter in front of his master, they do need to save. But a Talmud in front of his rub does not need Haseva. Sorry, he does not do Haseva unless his rub gives him permission. Leaning on the 
right is not Haseva. Same thing if you're leaning on your front or al pana, sorry, on your back or on your front, into Haseva. So only to the left. When do you do this? When you eat mata, the kazais mata, then he says kazais mata. That's interesting because that might imply that that's interesting. Meaning, like, because you do eat matzah, we eat matzah twice, right? We eat matzah for the mitzvah and we eat matzah for the afikomen. So this sounds like only once, unless he means like every kazai's matzah, but that's a hard read. Which you see us are. Yeah, good. Uh, you can read the hard read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then drinking the four cups. So all your other eatings and drinkings, if you recline, then that's praiseworthy. But if not, then you don't need to. Yeah, Yosef? The Ramam's Afikoman is not Zechel Mikdash, I think, right? I think the Ramam's is, uh, is Zechel Um. Yeah, it's a zecher to the matzah. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah, hold on, no, no. He, he has a weird sheet down here, I think. Hold on. Uh, so just so you know, you find the, you find empiric vav. Um, he says at the end, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the last one. Oh, here we go. Asru chachamim lechol matzah be'erev Pesach k'deshi heheker leachilaso be'erev. So the chachamim asru you eat matzah on erev Pesach. Wait, is this? Oh no, no, sorry. Or is it at the end of Ches? Sorry, maybe it's at the end of Ches at the seder. That would also be interesting because Perigvav is about the mitzvah of matzah. But uh, let's see if he says at the end of. Uh, this one is yeah. Uh, you eat everything you want to eat and drink everything you want to drink. I always had a theory here uh, that because why does he have to say eat whatever you want and drink whatever you want? You know, especially because you can't really eat whatever you want and drink whatever you want because you have to. We can't eat comments, but you have to like save room at the end. So I, I, I somehow had a thought, I don't know where I got this from, that this is part of the, um, the kium, uh, that the, the ordinarily you just have a Yom Tov meal, but the Yom Tov meal on the night of the Seder is also a kium in, in uh, Cheres, of like eating like a uh, luxurious meal. But I don't know where I got that idea from. Uh, after we eat from the meat of the Pesach, even a Kazayas, you don't eat anything afterwards. It was Manaseh. So that, that's the Ram's thing. And nowadays, you eat a Kazayas of Matzah and don't taste anything afterwards in order that there should be a, a, a cessation of this, the meal and the taste of the meat of the Pesach or of the matzah is in your mouth because it's eating is the mitzvah. So it sounds like he's treating matzah as like you want to remain with a chefzah shal mitzvah like, or a, 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 a having a chila of a chefzah shal mitzvah, you know, not that the matzah is a zechot of the Pesach, you know. Also, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to learn the whole sugi on this. I'm just saying what I remember from this weird way he states at the end. Yeah, what was that? Also, because I asked not to talk. 
Right. Yeah, that's what we call the optical line. Yeah, it's a whole question, a confusing question about like what. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the other thing also. Oh yeah, pigeonlets. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Um, also, the Ramam has the weird thing about how you eat the um, the Pesach. Yeah, Ramam does not hold. Wait, let's see. The Achrach. Oh, sorry. Hold on. So you. This is in Vavachach Mavarach on the Yosidaim Benotel Yadav Shnia. So that's the second washing because after the Karpas. Sorry, Hesiach Daito Mishas Kriyas Hagada because it was Hesachadas when you read the Hagada. Vlokach Shnia Rakikin. You take two uh, uh, wafers. Uh, right, because the Ram holds you have two, not three. Um, Rakika, why do you know the matzah? Uh, uh, Rakik is the word that the, the Chumash uses for a, uh, a wafer. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it it's a thin bread. The are also right, right. Not, not, not um, necessarily the Ashkenazi thin. Yeah, is that, is that what you're asking about? No, I was asking <laughs> about matzah. Oh, matzos? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I was actually up there, uh, for Bob, so you would think to include the Ashkenazi thing, but according to Rawam, that's always in Zonos. <laughs> that is uh, that is possible. Cholik echad mehen. I don't know if the Rama holds its Um I know the Gonim holds its mizanos because uh, uh, possible bekisnin. If it's uh, if a cracker, uh, the, one of the three shitos in possible bekisnin is that it's cracker uh, bread. I think I think the Rama does not hold that, but I, I, I don't remember. Um, yeah. Um, well, if you're being cooked, well, I'm not going to be able to... Uh, yeah. You break one of them. You put the piece inside the whole one. You make a moti. Why don't we uh, break bread on two loaves like on Yom Tovim? Because it says lechem oni. Just like the oni eats with the prusa, so do here the prusa. Then here's what I want to get to. Then afterwards, you wrap the matzah and the mara as one. And you dip it, yeah, in haroses. Okay. So he has it, they eat matzah and mara together. And if you do it separately, like that's how we do it, then um, then you make a brach on each one. Was it? Yeah. So that you make the bracha on the zevach and you eat the chagiga. Nowadays, when we don't have a korban, Oh, this is why we do it differently. Don't leave it in the Horosis. The Zo Mitzvah Midivir Sofrim. Okay, Mara Bismana Ze. I don't know if the Zo is the dipping or the Mara. The Choser of a Korach Matzo Mara, Umatabo Bacharosis, Ochlan, below Bracha, Zechel Mikdash. Right. So, so that's the interesting thing also is like the Zechel Mikdash. I think we we say in the Ashkenazic one, Zechel Mikdash Kehillel, who would eat the Matzah and the Maror with the Pesach together. But the Rams is a Zechel Mikdash, but not to that. Because in the Rams Mikdash time, you would also eat the Matzah and Maror together. Right. In other words, we're not, I think when Ashkenazim do the matzah mara together, they're picturing an empty sandwich of like without the Pesach. Ram, I'm saying, no, you're, you're doing matzah mara now to remember the matzah and mara together that you did then, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah, it's good. This is a whole thing, confusing thing. I just wanted to expose you to the confusion. Uh, where, how did we get here? Oh, with the Afi Komen. Oh, yeah, the Kazaisa. Yeah, see, so now it's even more perplexing because you are eating. See, he didn't even say you eat a Kazais at the end, did he? Or did, wait, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Right. So which Kazais do you have to? You wanted to read it that that Shazachilas. Any Kazais. Uh, That's uh, weird, though, right? Right. Right. That's another Machlokas, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's. A, I think that reading is a little hard. Any Kazais of Matzah? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's a key. Yeah. Uh, okay. Vishesias. Yeah. Vishesias uh, We said that already. Oh, we did that. Okay. Yeah. Um, is this a good place to stop? No, there's one point I want to make. Oh, yeah. The point I want to make is regarding the demonstration of Kherus. I think if you go into these sugyas about these different people who don't have to lean, a lot of them have to do with like what we said with the Ani of like, you know, is it, it's not just the Misa that is the thing. There has to be a certain demonstration or a certain Kiyom Belev of, of Kherus in order for it to be the, the mitzvah. Um, yeah. Okay, let's stop here for today. We don't have that many days. Hmm. Um, if you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.